Let's Science is brought to you by the StarQuest Production Network and is made possible by our many generous patrons. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit sqpn.com slash give. We live in a universe of scientific wonders. Every day, scientists are inching towards breakthroughs which can change our lives. We're playing our small part in sharing these wonders with you. That's why today is a fine day for science. So let's science. So speaking of things that are going on in our brains, like, <laughs> you've got this great story about how starfish They're just, just ahead, brains, right? To be specific. Is that how yes, it works? Yes. And I guess by extension... They're filled up by a brain, yeah. So, over to you, Caroline. Yeah. So, oh, look, I brain. couldn't help yeah. but talk about this when I read this article, so let's just get into it. So, <laughs> we know about our starfish. They are marine animals. They're shaped like a star or something that we perceive that looks like a star. Starfish are invertebrates and they belong to the group called echinoderms and they're related to sea urchins and sea cucumbers. Echinoderms, as a group, are defined as animals that have a spiny skin which is calcified and can help them deter predators from eating them. Echino is from the Greek derived word meaning spiny and derm from the Latin for skin. There you go, mm-hmm. ecderm. Skin, yeah. Echinoderms have a five-part, or they call it a pentamerous radial symmetry. So the symmetry goes five ways. Wow. They've got an internal skeleton, and they've got a water vascular system, which derives from their central cavity. So their general appearance of echinoderms, they can range from that of a stemmed or flower-like sea lily to the worm-like burrowing sea cucumbers or the ones that we often think about first is the heavily armoured starfish or sea urchins. Yeah. Starfish. So yeah. today we're going yeah. to talk about the starfish specifically. And starfish, as we all probably all know, inhabit the world's oceans. They can be found in tropical coral reefs or rocky shores or rock pools. And isn't it the best when you go to a rock pool and you actually find a starfish? It's the best thing ever. Rock yes. pools are fun anyway, but then you find a starfish. Yeah, it's like the best. Yeah, love rock pools. And yeah, I know. Oh, look at us I geeking out over rock the pools. Can <laughs> That's so cool. When you're at a rock pool and what you find in there. It, exactly. It's, it's a, like whole a whole world. world. <laughs> whole new world. And starfish can also be found in the mud and sand, and they can mm. be found in kelp and sea grass forests and. Also, the deep sea floor down to about 6,000 feet or, sorry, 6,000 metres or 20,000 feet, which is quite far down. Now, the role of starfish in the environment is to scavenge decaying matter on the sea floor. They prey upon a variety of small organisms, which helps to regulate the numbers. And they also produce a large number of larvae that also provide food for other organisms. Now... Let's speak a little bit more scientifically about this quirky little animal that we all know and love. So usually when we look at a starfish, we see a star-shaped animal. And I'm not even sure if I thought specifically about Mm -hmm. its shape in too much detail, but now since reading this article, I really have. So we think about a starfish having five arms usually. Say we call them arms, so five arms. We know it's got a little mouth and that's about Mm -hmm. it. But where's its head? Like where is Mm -hmm. the starfish head? Mm -hmm. Actually, yeah. it turns out that the starfish <laughs> is actually a head, right? It's 
it, a starfish is a head. Okay. Wow. So yeah, the, it's yeah. a head. So wow, it's according so cool. to an article yeah. published in the journal Nature, which was published on the 1st of November 2023, mm. a group of scientists decided to do some genetic studies to investigate the body plan of the starfish and how it evolved this way. Most animals are bilaterally symmetrical, which means the body can be divided in two identical halves. So if you divided yourself into two halves, you'd have mm. a leg and an arm on both sides, half your mm-hmm. head, so you'd have your you'd be identical on both sides. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Now starfish as Those well are, as sea yeah. anemones and sand dollars I learned to is a flat borrowing sea urchin. I don't know if I've really known about them before. They have a radial symmetry, which means they have identical segments that radiate out from a single point. Starfish have a symmetry that allows them to be divided into five segments, right? So now there are genes that will determine an animal's body plan that usually code for a bilateral plan. But for starfish, the genes have evolved to move away from the bilateral body plan to the five-way body plan. That's what I'm calling it. During the development of an animal from the time it begins to grow, there are genes that instruct the tissues to form a head, but it can result in different anatomy in, in species, which we'll see here. So in animals such as a starfish, which seems to use these genes it can be hard to determine which part of the animal is the head versus the trunk and the tail because it's not always obvious. So in a starfish, it's Mm, been mm. found that the genes coding for the head are actually involved in the development of the starfish nervous system and skin rather than the head with a brain, as would be the normal in most other animals. And actually the head is the whole of the starfish. In this study... Locate the parts of the starfish body where head coding genes are active. Researchers compared the genetic markers in a small sea star with the species of an acorn worm, which is closely related to the starfish, that has a well-studied genome. The team of scientists performed the study were able to create a 3D map of the genes from the starfish arms. So what they found is that the genes expressed in the head of the acorn worm were actually found in the starfish skin that that covered the entire body and were expressed more in the centre of each arm. And there was no genetic coding at all for a trunk or the torso for the starfish. So scientists have determined from the genetic study that starfish is actually a head-like animal, (laughs) completely covered in head cells, right? Wow. Um, One of the scientists of the study, Chris Lowe from Stanford University, said that the study shows that rather than losing their head, they're almost entirely head and they've actually lost their trunk. It was thought (laughs) that in the science of biology that the starfish actually lost their heads. But the study is showing the opposite. They've lost their trunk, right? Yeah, that's it. Get rid of it. (laughs) So millions of years ago, animals like this, the starfish, sea cucumbers and sea urchins, used to have a bilateral symmetry. But today their larvae, which are still actually bilateral, develop into the five-axis structure that we see today. So at some point in time, they evolved to be their current shape and structure. So usually there is an evolutionary advantage to changing. Perhaps they needed to adapt to a different environment to gain a food source. The food source could have changed. Maybe the bilateral structure was no longer useful and was phased out. And 
usually what happens is in the animal that is able to survive in an environment is the one who gets to live, gets to produce offspring, and therefore the next generations yeah. of the species. Just makes sense. So mm. if an animal has changed genetically, then these changes are passed on to offspring as well. It's just natural selection is another thing that I wow. evolution, natural selection, awesome stuff. So yep. <laughs> we could get that's a whole say, that, yeah, that could be a whole yeah. topic on itself. <laughs> oh wow. So so the research group <laughs> yeah. next planned to look uh-huh. at ancient fossils to see if they can find earlier starfish structures. Yeah, to see Early if they can find yeah, the chunks and the tails yeah. may have actually been lost. And then perform studies on other echinoderms to see if this pattern of being mostly a head extends to them as well. Yeah, evolution or changing of a species as it adapts is something really fun to think about. Amazing, really interesting area of studies. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Is there a fossil? Yeah, fossils of earlier starfish that. So it's the same with all science. You ask a question. You get some answers, but you've got to ask more questions. Mm-hmm, yeah, it always yeah. finds out. You, yeah. So, and <laughs> the more you learn that Definitely. way too. So there you go. Starfish covered yeah. in head cells. So mystery. It's so good. It's amazing. Can you imagine that? All these like sea creatures are having a conversation in terms of the starfish and says, you've got a good, good head. head. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Isn't it cool? Just a good head. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You've just got a good head. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's amazing. That's, that is amazing, guys. It's a creature yeah. adapting to survive, and it's what is, is it? Yeah, is it an so evolution, Caroline? Would you say yeah, over time? It? So it would have, like I was saying, it may have just needed to change itself, or the ones that were more like Ex- that survived better in the environment, and yeah. so those were the ones who lived because mm. they were able to get their food yeah. source and live in that environment better than the ones that didn't have a certain advantage. And they're the ones that wow. lived and they're the ones that procreated yeah. and made more starfish like them. And so starfish would have eventually yeah. all become that way. So that the ones that were, had the advantage that lived, I mean, you Wow. I mean, I I love the star, Darwin's study, say, when you know, he was in the Galapagos Islands and he saw, so everyone knows about Darwin's mm-hmm, finches, mm-hmm. like it's one of the first things you learn about in biology. And he noticed that there mm-hmm. were finches, yeah, they yeah. all looked finches, similar, yeah. but their beak shapes were different. And they had all adapted to a food source in a different part of the island. So some would eat seeds, some would eat invertebrates, some island. would eat also. Yes, and yeah, they're yeah. the ones that were able to live in that specific, they de- developed specifically for that area because of the beak shape. And they're the ones that lived, gotcha. able to live and produce wow. offspring. And they had the big beak ones, little beak ones, and they were all in that, they little adapted little specifically ones. for yeah. where they live and for the food source that's in the area. Yeah. Same thing has happened. Wow. There's some advantage to being segmented five ways and being ahead and not needing a torso. They just crawl their <laughs> head yeah. arms around and are able to just eat food in that area. Exactly. And they don't need a tail. They don't need a body. They just need to be Crazy. ahead with yep. a mouth and they eat. Yep. And yeah, there you go. My <laughs> friends, all I need is five appendages. To be made of head cells and a mouth, and I'm good to go. <laughs> I'm good. They're good. That's it. So, yeah. Imagine doing this kind of wow. study on other animals as well, other weird kind of creatures that mm. are in specific 
niches and imagine yeah, yeah. what we'd find <laughs> with that. <laughs> it's fascinating. That's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. As a footnote to this conversation, Caroline, I just learned yes. today from you yeah. about sand dollars and acorn worms. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, just, I was just Googling them while you were talking. Like, wait, yeah. wow. Look, first heard about yeah. sand dollars on that game. Oh, and Animal Crossing, because <laughs> you could collect shells off the beach and one of them is sand dollars. I'm like, I've never heard of that, but right. now I know what they are. Sand dollars? Yeah. So cool. No. We don't, I don't go. think we've got them here. Like Why not? In Australia. Cool. Not that I know all. of. I don't think oh, we've Australia, come across no. them in the beach. I know okay. about maybe other people yeah, in yeah, Australia have so. come across yeah, them, but good, I don't think yeah. we have anyway. But yeah, there you go. Good one. Oh. All right. Yeah, that was awesome. We come up with these strange topics sometimes. But that this, one was, that's right up there with was, some of the ones that you and I have. Oh, yeah. no, but that was yeah. so good. Thank you, Caroline. Yeah. I'm, I'm still thinking about the evolution of a starfish and any kind of creature that yes. is trying to evolve yes. itself to that, survive. Yes. This topic of uh, adaptation, natural selection, all of that, it's extremely fascinating Mm. and it's something you can sit there and think about and you just want to learn more and that's what got me into biology. Mm -hmm. I just love that kind of thing. It's up there with galaxies and stars and (laughs) all of that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. definitely, definitely. Mm. I'm going to say it. A starfish is just ahead is right up there with Roman concrete. I'm just going to say, Lita, just, Uh yeah. Totally. Maybe just a little ahead, I reckon. That is it. Get it? A little ahead. Yeah. 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 Let's Science is brought to you by StarQuest Media and is a fortnightly podcast that brings you the scientific wonders of our universe from a distinctly Catholic point of view. For more from Caroline, Lindsay, and friends, listen to the StarQuest show, Catholics of Oz. Find links from today's show at sqpn.com slash science. And find the Catholics of Oz at sqpn.com slash Oz. Be sure to follow the show in Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever you can find podcasts, or on the SQPN YouTube channel. The generous donations of our patrons at sqpn.com slash give make it possible for us to continue Let's Science and all the shows at StarQuest, which makes our nonprofit mission possible. You can join them by visiting sqpn.com slash give. Join us next time for more scientific wonders. And thank you for listening to Let's Science on StarQuest. Here's another show on the StarQuest Network you're sure to enjoy. The Secrets of Doctor Who. Find the show wherever fine podcasts are found or at sqpn.com slash Doctor Who.